Podcast with balls about balls, and we are your hosts. I'm Buddha. It's your boy Diamond, 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 Diamond. Top five super silly niggas. It is Nels, aka Big Facts and Full Effect. You know, the only reason why, the only reason why I say here's Buddha is because you still make this face of disbelief that I'm still saying. (laughs) So I, I like, that's pure enjoyment for me. Like, I wish the people could see the face that you make, well, that you have made the past three weeks with the, here's Buddha! (laughs) (laughs) I'm just not expecting it still for some reason. (laughs) Anyways, uh, Uh, guys, we we did it. Go ahead. What did we do? We're in the 180s. Episode oh, 180, yeah. y'all boys. Hell Finally. We yeah, did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Oh, it's Demo. We did we it. We did it. You know, word on the street is she blind. Bitch. I saw yeah, I that video. That's why hey, I believe it. That's why she needs all the homeboys. That's why she, homeboys. Needs, she need boots. She never, she never directly looks at anything that she asks if people can see and like... She oh, never finds when, anything. When, whenever Boots points to something, like she's never looking at it. Yeah, she never looks at where where Boots points, and then Diego all of a sudden came out because Boots couldn't get her there fast enough. You know what I'm saying? And she could never, she could never find. I think about it. She really never. She always did have to find everything. For where are we and going? Pete, Where's Swiper? Do you see Swiper? But <laughs> here's the crazy thing: she would only remember like when she couldn't when even Swiper, go in her own book bag. Uh-huh. Facts. Some shit. But peep this, bro. When she would like, when Swiper would like start moving around, she wouldn't move until he made a sound. Ah. Mm. Uh, oh shit. Door is blind, y'all boys. Man, I'm mad we was recording for all this. I'm like, oh shit. People listening, like, what the fuck are they talking about right now? That's crazy. Hey, hey, good you deep dive. Good deep dive is. on Dora. Yeah, we sliding y'all, boys. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get right to it. Uh, we got a busy weekend this weekend in the MMA world. UFC 259 uh, is officially happening. It's probably one of the most anticipated pay-per-views they've had in quite some time. Uh, it's three title fights. Uh, those being for the bantamweight title, Peter Yan defending his title against Aljamain Sterling, um, which should be a really good fight. I'm glad Sterling's finally getting this opportunity, and I hope he wins. Um, in the women's featherweight division, Amanda Nunez is defending her title against Megan Anderson. 
Uh, they are both strikers, so this will be a stand-up fight, and I, one way or another, I don't see it going past like two rounds. Right. And uh, then, then the fight that everybody's looking forward to, main event for the light heavyweight championship, uh, <laughs> Jan Wachowicz defending his title against Israel Adesanya who is coming up a weight class uh, for this fight. And um, I'm excited. He's could potentially be a, a two-division weight champ. You know, I'm always kind of torn between cheering for Team Poland, uh, but Izzy's, Izzy's my guy, so I'm going to be cheering for Izzy in this one. Uh, What's interesting that I read today is that he's not planning on bulking up for this fight. He's planning on staying at his 185. Or, well, around between 185 and 195. He doesn't see himself putting on any more weight. He says he might even cut weight because he doesn't want to break his routine. Because he feels like people, whenever they go up a weight class, try to put on all this weight that they've never learned how to fight with before with all this extra weight. He's like, I'm going to stick with what I know and I'm confident. So it'd be interesting to see a 205-pounder against, at best, a 193 most likely. Well, well. Um, first off, shout out to you talking about being torn in between two. Um, it means your theme song's got to be that one song. Um, torn in between the two, but I really want to really be with you. You alone, you alone, you alone. Who sang that thing? Who sang that song? I couldn't even tell you. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll come to me. Anyway, um, I think that's smart for Adiasani because here's the thing. I think like a lot of times guys gain the weight to, you know, I would say like for knockouts or to end the fight quicker, Adiasani has always been the kind of guy to fight for points. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he really ever cared for knockouts. Like and that. he's a counter striker. Yeah, so I think like, you know, he's looking at it as I can still whoop your ass. I ain't gonna knock you out because you got like 10, 15 pounds on me, but I, I could still whoop your ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it kind of reminds me one time of this completely random analogy, but it made sense it makes sense to me. There was a fight between two of these kids in uh in, when I was in high school. One was like a really big bruising football player and another one was like a smaller kid. He like played baseball but never really played baseball for the school. But he was a quicker mm-hmm. dude from New York. And when they got in a fight, he kept weaving in and out of the, uh, he kept weaving in and out of like, you know, them outdoor poles in the classroom. They kind of hold up the little, you know, canopies that you walk under if it's like raining or whatever. Right. People didn't understand why he was doing it, but Buddy kept like following him around trying to get like these big hits and he just kept tagging him. Bap, 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 bap. And you could tell the hits wasn't really doing anything to Buddy because, you know, Buddy big as hell. But shoot, they was fighting for like a good seven, eight, nine, ten minutes. You know, just started getting a little tired. And now these little tags, these little beast things, you know, start starting to hurt a little bit more now. Right? And and you know, although he ain't really knocked Buddy out, we everybody knew who won. So I mean I I can respect it. He might he probably won't knock Jid out. He'll probably fight the full five rounds, but he ain't gonna get yeah. tired. And if he gets his hits in and he picks his spots, he's And you know how these bigger guys start buddy. to their gas tank get, expires a lot faster. They do. Right. They do. So if they he if do. he can win that battle of attrition, exactly. And and I think personally, you know, that's that's kind of what I think that's the situation with Connor 
to a certain extent because although Connor is not heavy in the sense of fat, you know, he was very big on, you know, being like muscular and, and, and having that extra weightage on him for, for his knockout power, right? Which is why I told you guys, even in that Poirier fight, for all intents and purposes, like, yeah, McGregor is supposed to win that fight, but, you know, Poirier was going to get a, a surprise something because he was going to gas out. And if, if he didn't get, if, if McGregor didn't get that knockout early, it, it's bad news for him and them later around. So I think right. the same thing might happen with this, with this, uh, with this other jit. Yeah. It might happen, bro. It yeah. might happen. It, it's, we'll not a bad, it's not a bad strategy. And, and one not. other thing about Izzy, um, his, his last title defense was against Paulo Costa, as we know, and Costa got knocked out in the, uh, the second round. So now, five months later, I guess he's been on his YouTube channel saying that he was hung over the day of the fight because he drank a bottle of wine because he couldn't sleep and this, that, whatever, and all the stuff. And it's like, it's really interesting that it's coming out, you know, five months later and just now you're trying to make these excuses. Who's, say, who's saying it, who's saying he was hung over? The Paolo, Paolo dude? Paolo. That's, he's saying that's the reason he lost to Izzy. Listen. So, but before you respond, this is what Izzy said when somebody asked him about it. Um, what he needs to do to correct himself. What Costa needs to do to correct himself both mentally and physically. Izzy says, I'll tell you one thing. The best thing to do in his position is accept the fact that he lost. He got his ass whooped. The fact that he keeps trying to make all these excuses, it's only going to do him worse in the long run. He's making excuses because his ego can't handle the fact that the skinny clown whooped his ass badly, then double tapped him twice. Just swallow your ego. You got your ass whooped. Get back to the drawing board and reassess your whole game. You can't just rest on that because if you do, this is my advice. You'll never get far in life or in this game. You know, I, I got to be honest. Being hungover can't be an excuse anymore. <laughs> Word. It can't. Because you, you want to know something? I've been hungover quite a lot. And I've done a lot hungover. I, I just got to be honest. Like, I've, 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 played, I've played touch football games hungover. Mm-hmm. I've played basketball hungover. I've gone to work hungover. I've done tests hungover. I've been with family hungover. I want to hear that. I don't. I understand, like, the people are going to be like, well, that's completely different. He was fighting. Here's the reason why I'm comparing all of those things. Fighting is literally what he does. Yeah. You fight every day. I work every day. So I can go to work hungover. You want to know why? Because I'm going to be doing the same shit tomorrow Mm -hmm. that I did today. And even if I don't play basketball or football every day, I did at one point in my life. So it's not hard to catch a football and run with it or lie and be like, nah, I'm only playing quarterback today and throw the football to open people while you're hungry. I don't want to hear that yeah, shit. Yeah, we see it happen in the NFL. We've seen players yeah, hung over all the time. Hell yeah, the players is hung over all the time. We got homeboys who play college football games hung the fuck over. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. I don't. That That is inexcusable. And then on top of that, no offense to, to people who drink wine. But you're drunk wine. Yeah, it's not a it's not a hard hitting hangover. Bro, you like, drunk wine. I could be like, my okay, boy, if you like, down, if you downed a bottle of uh, tequila or some shit, I could be like, yeah. all right, you might be feeling it. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I feel you, but but no, like, yo, you, my fiance, really my fiance, will drink a bottle of wine before bed. Like, chill out. 
You ain't bro, joke, you ain't wake up throw it off no wine, bro. Like bro, you woke up crazy. ready to do whatever you needed Fast. to do that day. Exactly. Listen, you just took my exact point. But I was about to say, Chris will be Chris will drink a whole bottle and wake up the next day like nah and go. Right. <laughs> it's a different. It's a different kind of drunk, bro. Like get out of here, bro. First off, shout out, shout out to your fiance. Shout out to my wife. Fuck out of here. Since we mentioned them, they deserve <laughs> to get shouted out. That's the only time they gonna get shout outs. Though we ain't doing no more shout outs to people who won't listen to our show. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Right. Right. Dylan, remember this. Remember this date in this episode. That Nell when's said the last this. time? When last time I shouted out uh, 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 Chris? Like two or three weeks ago, man. That is a lie. If it's not two, it's three weeks ago. For sure. But it was because she got mentioned, though. It wasn't like bro, I did it. Nah, don't matter. Nah, you don't got to shout her out. Nah, if you mention her, you don't got to shout nah, her out because nah, you already nah, shouting nah, her out by mentioning nah, her. All right, all right. This guy. Nah, nah, Y'all boys really coming for me today, bro. This you came for yourself. Me. I ain't saying Nate. Dang. All right, bro. You so we'll, we'll see how this weekend goes in the UFC. Moving right along. Um, still not much. Well, there's some things going on in the NFL right now uh, as we are quickly approaching free agency, which I believe bro, starts next week. Bro, them boys signed Big Ben. So Big ben, ben has ben. been re-signed in bro, Pittsburgh. what the f- for front four, door, $14 million. Dollars. Oh my gosh. Nice. Why not? What? What? Why? He didn't play good. Why? Hey, but them boys, them boys on 11 and over before they went to folder. Listen, I'll say this. Here's a couple of things. They, they did start off well. But I look at it in the context of him versus Tom Brady. When they were 11 and 0, the freaking. It was the, the defense Buccaneers that got them to 11 and 0. The Bucks were six and five. Mm. The Bucks were six and five when them boys was eleven and zero. Pittsburgh lost what in the first round. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay mm. won the Super Bowl. Now mm. here's what I've heard. Here's what I've heard about Ben that I think matters. So apparently Ben does not that much in the offseason. at all. They say, like, it's yoga and beer drinking. Yep. Um, they say that he doesn't like film study. Um, so due to that, they say, like, they've literally got the most simple, like, pre-snap reads in the league. Okay. And what I'm saying is, I'm not saying I would keep him. I say, like, I don't see the problem in why they did it. Is it for one year? Is it two years? Um, I'm pretty sure. I hope it's a year. It should be a year. Ben if is, it's fourteen, if it's fourteen mil, went, it's probably a year. The reason I'm saying it's okay, Ben, like yes, he's he didn't do what Tom Brady did. Yeah, he's a fat fuck. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but <he> just, <laughs> you slid. But that fat fuck outside of the year, outside of 2019, has gotten you to the playoffs every single year the last four or five years. That's one talented fat fuck. And that fat fuck threw for at least almost four thousand yards this year. 33 touchdowns, 10 picks. That that's is, not, that is a, that's, that's pretty good. That is a, that is that's a, pretty, a, I, that's pretty, I could, if Cam Newton would have did that on the Patriots this year, they'd be re-signing him for about four years. Listen, you are not lying. But was, but were the Patriots Super Bowl contenders? Like, I if feel the te- you- if, if COVID wouldn't have smacked the way it did, yes, we would have. <laughs> 
if Cam Newton puts up these numbers that Big Ben just put up. Okay. I don't see fair. why not. Because the well, defense no, I was, I was just saying it, I was I was just saying it like in the terms of as the season went along. Remember, Pittsburgh was one of the favorites when the season started. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like even though he I don't think he should take the full brunt of the blame as far as why Pittsburgh didn't make it to where they should have made it to, but I think he should get a lion's share of the blame. Yeah, always, but that doesn't mean Yeah. That's why that's why I feel like yeah, but I don't feel like he's the I don't feel like he's the like if, if it's only for a year, clearly it's not like they're going for him long term. But I clearly looking at I mean, who are we about to bring in or that's about to get us something next year? That's true. Because because base being off a statistic alone shown that and win percentages, we winning. We just not winning in the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl technically defense supposed to win the Super win the championship, and coaches need to coach the best they can. You feel me? So at the end of the day, like. As a starting quarterback in the NFL, Big Ben is doing what he's supposed to be doing. Even though I didn't no, really expect no, this from him last year. I didn't expect none of that from him up, last year. I thought he was going to be ass boom coom last year. I thought he was going to be terrible last year. Now, you snapping right now, dude. These are these are great points. You're right. You're. I mean, you're absolutely right. I agree. I have nothing to say. That's so, it's true. Uh, if it's one year, talented. I'm okay with it. If it's, as long as it's not long term, because like maybe they just don't got no options right now at quarterback that can get them something next year, like trying That's to maybe so, wait so, it out another year. So in essence, what you're saying is is that they need to keep Big Ben because he's a talented fat fuck. Yep. Exactly what I'm saying. Well, Someone who won't be playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers next season is J.J. Watt, who has signed with the Arizona Cardinals um, after rumored speculation for many teams that were not the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals came in and, and were able to, to get J.J. with a, a $23 million guaranteed contract over two years. So that's not bad at all. Um, Bro, you snapped with that segue. That was a great segue. Yeah, see? Because, you know, there was the rumors of him going to Pittsburgh with playing with his no, brothers you, and No, 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 right? you, you snapped. Yeah, you, hey, you did bro. well. You did well. That was good. Hey, hey man, appreciate you, dog. Appreciate you, man. Um, <laughs> how, do y'all, how do y'all feel about how do you feel about JJ being um, on the cards? I'm not mad at it. I don't feel, I don't know if it's like, it's a, I feel like it's a jump. You know, I feel like it's a little risk compared to where he could have went. But, you know, I'm not mad at it at all. I feel like it's a it's a really good team to be honest. Mm-hmm. He's and I love teams on defense where you can have great front seven. So with him and Chandler Jones, it's like okay, you might have you something there, but you know and and potentially Hassan Reddick if they don't let him go. See, so it's a good situation. You got a good offense. He wanted to go somewhere where he had faith in the quarterback, so that, that shows his respect for Kyler Murray. Um, you know, I know a lot of people could say the Saints probably could have been a better deal if, if you were looking for a championship immediately, but you don't know what's going on with there at the quarterback position, to be honest. Right. And then Green Bay would probably have been the second best, but niggas ain't trying to be in Lambo, bruh. He's <laughs> 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 not trying to be in Wisconsin. I feel that. I feel that. Jay didn't even look um, like a nigga that's trying to be in Wisconsin. Um, so you know, I think that, you know, the, the one thing that's being, the one thing that I think is being overlooked is just how, 
big of a deal it is for the Cardinals defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, because that defense isn't isn't that bad to begin with. They're really good. Um, especially with him added. Their linebackers were coming along towards the end of the year. Um, Pat Pete is still good. Buda Baker's still good. Drake Kirkpatrick mm-hmm. is still good. Chris Banjo's coming around and he's their strong safety. He's a guy in the box that makes plays happen. Um, Isaiah Simmons was kind of making making some plays at the end. I like Jordan Hicks. I like Campbell. Um, honestly, what what the scariest part is is and and this needs to be mentioned. I saw it on Twitter and I was like, that's absolutely true. You know, in the past seven years, JJ Watt Lee is like number one um, in sacks. You know who's number two behind him? Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones, yeah. and that was with a season with just one sack. Mm-hmm. So now you've got Chandler Jones, who's no longer going to see double teams. You've got Watt, who's no longer going to see double teams. You've got two guys that can play with their hands down on the ground and can play stand-up. You could put Watt at defensive tackle on the same side as Chandler Jones and add pressure on one side, completely collapse one side of the pocket, and create hella pressure. That's a big deal. Because mm-hmm. now you got you got guys that can pin their ears and go. You can drop seven. And that's the new that's the new wave in the NFL now is let me send four and let me drop seven. Cause now these super athletic quarterbacks can't do shit because I'm dropping seven. So if you don't know these coverages the way you think you know these coverages, if your name ain't Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, or Drew Brees, I'm not worried about it. I'm dropping seven. You know what I'm saying? And now with JJ Watt over there, there's a new thing going on in the NFL that a lot of people aren't noticing is you know, these guys who are who have the ability now to go join teams, they join in teams. And now mm-hmm. Arizona's going to provide an opportunity for a lot of these guys to sit here and be like, all right, let's do another Tampa Bay. Because right now we got Kyler, we got Nook, we got JJ, we got Chandler, we got Kanan Drake over there who's doing his thing. Like, their team, their team is, their team is straight. Facts. Their team, their team is straight. I mean, so so the thing the thing about it is is like, you know, I, I don't want to be that guy, but I definitely heard Brandon Marshall talking about it, and I agree a hundred percent. And I was kind of looking into it because they can definitely do it. There's a name that can be added to this Arizona Cardinal location mm-hmm. as far as like a place to go, and that's Odell Beckham Jr. OBJ, OBJ could very well go to Phoenix, and now so it'll be OBJ Nuke and Larry Fitz if he decides to come back. Larry Fitz will come back for that. Yeah, hundred percent. I think Fitz I think he will come, come back. back regardless. But yeah, it's Ooh. it would be him. It would be him, DeAndre, um, Larry Fitz, Christian Kirk, who we got to remember mm-hmm. was coming on at the end of the year, right? Um, and you got Kenyon Drake who was balling. And then we can't forget Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds was the other running back who was doing really well when Kenyon Drake was hurt. So, bro, right now Cardinals are in a really good situation because, I mean, they just went from having one of the more decent, you have one of the more decent um, D-lines in your division to Mm -hmm. potentially having the best D-line in your division. Right, because you know Seattle just upgraded because they picked up Dunlap. Carlos Dunlap was a big deal. You know the 49ers have always had a good pass rush. Right. I don't know how they're gonna do now with with us uh, with Salagon. I don't know if I'm saying his last name correctly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's he's gone, so I don't know if the defense is gonna be the same. 
You know what I mean? And uh, am I missing a team in the NFC West? I said Seahawks. I said 49ers. The Rams, they're still up there. But now they're competing with, they're competing with the Rams now. You yeah. know what I mean? Because no, the Rams, the Rams were able I mean, to send they definitely four. got some comp. Yeah, they, they definitely I mean, got some comp. Yeah, like you, you now because the Rams were being were able to send four and drop seven. Mm-hmm. But now these other quarterbacks yeah. got to worry about Chandler Jones and JJ Watt at their neck twice a year. Ooh, and yeah, so, and I, oh. you know Russell well, Wilson is sick. Well, yeah, he's absolutely sick. He's gonna. He's trying to get out. He's trying to. He get wants out to get out so bad. Yeah, he, he really wants to does. get out. Free that Seattle, man. Obvious. And send he Russell to, to Miami, out. man. So uh, before I even get into the Russell situation, oh, I don't know if you heard, Vegas. I'll take Dylan. Vegas. Oh yeah, slide to Vegas. I told niggas he should well, go to Vegas for sure. Well, for for the record, he going wherever Derek he Carr, want him to go. Mm-hmm. He, I think he's, I think he go I think he go to New York if it's if it's up to Sierra he probably go to New York what um, or if it, I feel I feel like if it's up to Sierra I'd rather he would rather go to Dallas than in that point just go to Dallas well, if it's Sierra if you if it's well on remember well, remember Sierra she she's trying to you know get back on the music tip trying to get back to acting your uh. two best markets. Your two best mark, well, your three best markets in that regard. I don't think she'd want to go back to Atlanta, even though Atlanta's a hot spot. But she from Texas, though. She is from Texas, but Beyonce from Texas. Beyonce will be in Texas. Texas isn't really like a. a no, place why you had to? Come on, nah. Well, why does she got a Beyonce? Seattle, Beyonce Beyonce's husband is Jay Z. That's a right. different. You know, he. No, I, I, they could, they're in the same industry. To no, where it's I, like, I, you're right. That's true. I mean, I mean, in the same context, though, like, you'd want to be in a big market. You know what I'm saying? Like, Houston Cowboys. is a decent market. Dallas market is eh. Houston, I can see Houston, but I I don't know if Russ would want to go to Houston. Russ don't <laughs> go wherever that, that, wherever that woman wants to go. Russ want to go there. So he want to <laughs> go to a situation that another quarterback's trying to get out of? Who's on who? Where? In, 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 Houston? And... In, 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 Oh, he's no, hell, no, not Houston. Right. Hell, fuck no. And what? Dallas, Dallas, Dallas is gonna keep Dak. Man, if that unless Russell Wilson wants to come into town, that they even even then still I think they keep Dak. That sucks for Dak because Russell because Russell Russell gonna want a check. Dallas he, can't really give him a check. If they Russell comes to Dallas, they gonna give him a check. If they give, or Russell else he not a going check, to Dallas. That's my point. If they give Russell a check, they cannot build their team. Everybody's going to clear it. Because everybody's going to need to get that re-up on that contract. That's the thing, too, about quarterbacks that I think a lot of times it's tough. Like, some of the better teams in the league right now, they have their quarterbacks still on rookie contracts. It's when you got to pay that quarterback that money. If you don't have your boys already locked in, that means you're probably going to have one, maybe two good years tops, and then you're going to be trashed for a while. Mm -hmm. No Super Bowl. Because you had to pay your quarterback. Because you wanted to keep him. That's why like I've been keep... saying stop paying these niggas. Because honestly, that's the, key to, to that's the key to success. That That is literally why the Patriots were so good. Was because we never gave Brady the check. But then again, Brady didn't want it. He's getting the check now. But honestly, I mean, the difference between Tampa is Tampa had a bunch of boys who were like, I want a ring. So I don't care what the check is. If you gave Brady the check, cool. And I they still don't care what the check is. They over there talking about some all of them taking pay cuts just to keep the team. Because they want they, they want to be back to back, and I don't blame them. But did you? Uh, what do you think about um, the theory of now since JJ Watts over there, Phoenix has now become a location. OBJ going over there to Phoenix. 
Slide. Fuck. Slide. <laughs> That's a great. It's a great situation for him because here's the reason why it's a good situation for him. I think. I think that. I think that OBJ flourishes when either he's the only option or when the other option is clearly a stronger option than him. Because his rookie year, when he spazzed out, a lot of people don't realize, even though he became that main focal point, remember, that was Victor Cruz's team. Right. Victor Victor Cruz got hurt. Remember, when OBJ was doing all those plays and getting them yards, we were kind of like, who the fuck is this? Cause we were still we were still on Victor Cruz and the salsa and whatever yeah. we, were, we were still you know what I mean and and now what happens is is that you know first and foremost he goes to Cleveland Cleveland would have been a great situation for him with a veteran quarterback because the veteran quarterback would have kept him in check like he would have been asking for these looks but you know vet QBs be decided to be like hey but uh, you weren't open so like I'm not gonna throw you the fucking ball like get open and I'll get you the rock. But it almost seemed like he had like an influence on make on Baker, where Baker was really forcing him to ball. You people, what I'm saying, like he was forcing him to ball, and and it was getting him in trouble. Like I mean, it shows that after he, even though they had a winning record, but after he left, Baker's numbers were phenomenal. Yeah. Because now, because Baker don't got to worry about it anymore, as far as like having to get somebody to ball. Um, however, you put him on, you put him in Arizona. Listen, Odell ain't arguing with DeAndre. DeAndre number one. Kyler Murray ain't trying to hear all that. He ain't even cool with y'all like that. He's just trying to play football and read his comic books. He fear God, homie. He fear God. Kyler Murray ain't (laughs) going for none of that arguing you about to have with. That man gonna get you like, hey man, hey man, whatever, bro. Just get open, bro. That's it. And then on top of that, Kyler Kyler ain't got to worry about it because all Kyler got to sit there and look and be like, yeah, DeAndre though. (laughs) Yeah, DeAndre. DeAndre got to get his. DeAndre got to get his hundred and twenty-five targets. I can get you like seventy, but Christian right. Kirk gonna get this fifty because Christian Kirk going down the middle of the field wide open. Right, I can get you like seventy targets, but you know, just chill out, man. Hey, you know, Kenyon, Kenyon got to get, get his seventy. T- get your seventy catches for thirteen hundred yards and ten touchdowns and shut up. Exactly, because you know Kenyon Drake got to get his touches too now. King ain't been balling, and he catches the ball out he the back. He just got to understand that he's no longer in a situation where, like, your team is trash, bro. You don't got to be relaxed, bro. You got stars around you, bro. You can't be the only guy, bro. You're you not the only one open, bro, because you're not even the best receiver on this team. And none of these boys is and none of these boys is Eli Manning, bro. Eli gone. Right. I know how to throw the ball. I know how to do all that, bro. Just do your job, and you get the ball. That's but, yeah, he should. I, I definitely see him go but. Odell gonna do some dumb shit regardless. He's gonna go somewhere stupid if you if he even leave if, wherever he ends up. It's gonna well, be somewhere bro, I was I've been reading some recklessness about OBJ, and that just shows you just how much of a, a wild card he is. Like I read a theory that um that uh the Patriots will re-sign Cam and then leave just enough money to bring in OBJ for two years. To bring in what? To bring in OBJ for two years. They'll sign Cam for a year. Bring OBJ on for two and see if that'll work anything out. I don't mind that either. If held, if if the rest of the team is back on board and you have Edelman and all that, I'm, I don't mind that either. I mean, it's not a bad look, I guess. And he's always wanted to play for Belichick, but right. 
I don't know. The, the only reason why Phoenix makes sense is because he's currently in Phoenix right now. That's where he's rehabbing at, is in Phoenix. Mm. So that's why I'm like, yeah, Arizona might not be a bad look because if he's yeah, working you know, out... If he gets hurt a lot, he's already there. Yeah, and at that point... Bro, listen, that is that is actual factual. That matters, bro. Where you rehab and where you get better, if that's where you've been going, bro, you, you want to consistently go there. Remember, LeBron went to Miami in the middle of the season in Cleveland and missed like four games. <laughs> so I believe I, you're right. You're absolutely right. And, and, and if he's working out, knowing these NFL players, he probably called Kyler and was like, hey, you trying to, you know, trying to do some routes? And if you're a young bull, you're not going to tell OBJ no. If not the young bull. Yeah, bro. The young bulls young bulls ain't going to tell Odell Beckham Jr. no. To run routes, that ain't going to happen. They're going to they gonna watch that man run routes just so they can throw him a pass or two. Um, just to throw him a pass or two. So all the then stuff- with OBJ, they could do trick plays in Arizona like a bit. Have his ass oh, my gosh. <laughs> bro, the, the freaking double reverse... Pass to mm-hmm. freaking DeAndre mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. top in a linebacker because the defense is all messed up. That's mm-hmm. lit. Yep. Or you can say Kyler out for a pass. His little foot ass. Little ass would be out of there. That would be. Listen, I would watch. I would get NFL Sunday ticket or Red Zone or whatever just so I could watch them play. For sure. I ain't even lying to you, just so I could watch them play. Facts. That's crazy. Well, all this talk about the Arizona Cardinals has perfectly led me into a new segment on the show. Uh, you know that we're gonna call quick takes. So basically, I've decided to put a few questions together that don't really need long discussions about. So I just kind of wanted to get a quick take from you guys. Doesn't have to be a hot take, a cold take. Just however you're feeling about the situation. Um, and obviously, if we think some explanations needed, we'll ask for it. But otherwise, just some quick thoughts. And I figured this week we could do some NFL. And I thought it would be fun since free agencies get ready to start. And this is way before we even do our early predictions of anything. Like, this is as early as it could possibly get without having any knowledge of what's about to happen. Um, I figured I'd ask these questions. So, number one. Now that J.J. Watt is in Arizona, what will the Cardinals' record be next year? Remember, there's 17 games next year. Hmm. I'm thinking 12 and 5. 11 and 6. <sighs> 11 and 6. Mm-hmm. 17 games. Oh, they had another game? Yep. Starting next year. Hey, lit ball. That just made me so happy. Yeah, um, they're taking out a preseason <laughs> game, ain't it? Ah, damn time. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, my goodness. Take out another one. Dylan, what's the record? Um, <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. I like, I like 11 and 6. Damn, I don't want to get sent. Man, 11 and 6. Man. God, dog. Right, God, cool. dog. Now you can't pick another. God, dog. All right. Uh, you like me. Oh, this one's especially interesting for you guys. Number two. Next year, the quarterback for the New England Patriots will be... Cam Newton. 
It's got to be one. It can't be one or the other. If you have one or the other, then you can give me one or the other. Cam Newton or Marcus Mariota. Okay. I'm going to go Mac Jones. Sadly enough, I believe you. Number three. And this is probably the biggest one that everybody's been thinking about. Where will Deshaun Watson be playing football next year? When all is said and done, what teams he play for in the 2021-2022 season? I can give you mine first if you're still thinking. Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. San Francisco 49ers. I like that one. That's a, that's a good one. They could put uh, together a nice little trade package, including Jimmy G. Ooh, can you imagine the NFC West? Yeah, that would be lit. Kyler, Deshaun, Stafford, and Russ. Oh. Yeah, that would be lit. Um, I've got the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, holy shit. With Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, I like it. And Dalvin Cook, Cook with the run game. Ooh! Yeah. I like that. And the Minnesota Vikings, they got, they got like the picks and some money. I like it. Dylan. Shit, I don't know. God, no. It was quick takes. God, no. God, no. <laughs> uh, no. We're not looking for accuracy here. Just give me a team. Seattle. Oh, shit. There we go. Holy shit. <laughs> you. All right. Hey, listen. <laughs> oh, wow. Jeez, I felt that went under my loins. Number four. <laughs> One rule you want to see changed in the NFL. This one's easy for me. I hate the rule of the fumbling out of the end zone. How that's somehow a touchback yeah, for the other the team. Get the fuck out of there. That's my least favorite <laughs> rule in the NFL right now. Like get it should be it should be a, a here, dead right? ball it should be a dead ball spot. Get like, the fuck out of here. It's ridiculous. Uh, and um I ain't gonna lie to you, it might sound tra- trash, but like stop. If you're going to call pass interference, bro, get 15 yards, bro. Oh, yeah, that spot foul is, is Stop letting nuts. people go 100 yards downfield because <laughs> they got tugged, bro. <laughs> like, please. Like, yeah, it should be a 15-yard maximum like 15, penalty. 15, 20 if you want to be extra, bro. But, like, come on, bro. Oh, 20 still a lot, too. <laughs> come, on, come on, bro, because if somebody committed a three-yard pass interference, oh, three yards. But I can, I can get three yards, I can get 50. Come on, but yeah, why is it? Crazy. Why are you trying deep? The most the difficult position you gonna have them fuck like that. I think it should just be like a long. personal foul, fifteen yards. Right, fifteen yards. Make overtime like the NCAA. Yes. Holy shit. Yes, Nels. Yeah, I love nice. it. That'd be nice. Ah, uh, good job, guys. Good job. Uh, Unpopular opinion. Fuck what the world say. Let niggas smack again, bitch. Let, Let niggas go. get out there. I don't give, you heard what I said, unpopular opinion. Let niggas get tatted again, bitch. All right, so I got three more questions. 
So, number five. What playoff team from each conference will be the biggest disappointment next year? So I'll read off the AFC playoff teams. The Chiefs, the Bills, the Steelers, the Titans, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Colts. Who do you think is going to be the biggest disappointment from the AFC from those playoff teams next year? Say it again. Chiefs, Bills, Steelers, Titans, Ravens, Browns, Colts. I'm going Colts. Yeah, I go Colts too. Steelers. Uh, that was about to be my other pick. That was going to be my other pick. And then from NFC, Packers, Saints, Seahawks, football team, Bucks, Rams, Bears. That's it. Sorry. Mm, football team. No, I think they're going to impress next year. I'm going to go. Uh, I feel you. I'm going to go Saints. Um, run the list by me again one more time, please. Packers, Saints, Seahawks, football team, Bucks, Rams, Bears. Bears. All right. Um, and then which team with less than five wins has the best chance of making the playoffs next year? Those teams are. There's six of them. So who has the best chance of making the playoffs out of the Jaguars, the Jets, the Falcons, the Texans, the Eagles, and the Bengals? Who has the best chance? Best chance of making the playoffs. All those teams had less than five wins last year. Say the names again one more time. Bengals, Eagles, Texans, Falcons, Jets, Jaguars. I'm deciding between the Eagles and the Falcons. Um, I'm going to say the Falcons for right now. Um, mm, Eagles. I'm going to go Falcon. <clears throat> Falcons. Sorry. And then last question, just for the hell of it. Which team's coach will be fired before the end of the season? Next year? Yep. I'm going to go Bears. Matt Nagy going to be out of here. I agree. I, I would uh, say Bears also. I like that one. Uh... Whoever the Jets coach is at the time. They just got a new coach. Yep. Robert Salah from the 49ers. There's no way. He's not even going to finish the season. They did get that. He, he had defensive coordinator. Oh, he was yeah. that high defensive coordinator. No, he ain't going to be gone. He ain't going to be gone. And, uh, the, and they got like 17 picks in the draft. But they're going to be straight. <laughs> uh, Shanahan. Really? Shanahan figures that sent out of the so the 49ers head coach if they boo boo damn if they boo boo that's a hot take but I'll take it and that's all I got guys 
Well, until next time. Dun, 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 dun. Nice. I gave all quick takes. Shout out to me. Right. Dylan, Dylan the one talking shit. Took the longest. Uh, ain't nobody heard me talking shit. Did any of y'all hear me talking <laughs> shit on the L? Nope. Don't know what they talking about. I don't say they. I was oh. just propping myself up. Don't so know what Buddha talking about. Oh, so y'all can give Thank away you. the magic that happens behind the scenes, but I can't. Bet. What magic? I ain't give away what? no I magic. I didn't say I was the one that actually gave away the magic. I was the one that brought it up. Magic. I don't even do magic. <laughs> I was the one that brought that bit what? up. I, I, don't got even, the magic I don't even know what it what is magic. Magic. Something, something, even, something, something magic with me. I ain't me. even watch all them Harry Potter. Something, though. something, something, something magic, 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 magic. All righty. Oh, I got a magic in me. Whose song was that? Was that B.O.B.? I don't know, Nels. What's I happening no in the clue, NBA? <laughs> Dang, boy. That boy was on some bubblegum shit back in the day. What was that other song that B.O.B. had? Was that the... I'm at the airplanes and the nice guy was like, shooting stars. I could really use Wish right now. Wish right now. Wish right now. That was your shit, wasn't it? Hell yeah. no, nah, but that shit was bubblegum it a bit, though, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Bubble, bubblegum. That bit was bubblegum it a bit. I don't know what that means. See, you see uh-huh. how you see what happens when you don't let when you make nails have to do quick takes. Uh huh. He had to hold all that in so hard <laughs> it just bubbled up. <laughs> it bubbled up into that outburst he just had just now. He just tried to resurrect Bob career just now. Oh fuck! Nah, I'm on this liquor. Oh, so heavy. Hey, Buddha, so, anytime you want to move on. I said I'm just done. Good. I said I said I asked Nels. Can you tell us what's going on in the NBA? Just oh, he's about to say magic, magic. God, no, God, no. I asked what's going on in the NBA. Big God, all. This nigga over here is talking about some expelliarmus. Damn, shit. <laughs> all right, speaking of, speaking ain't of no speaking of on. no more, nigga. We've been speaking of, nigga. <laughs> speaking of what's going on in the NBA right now, the NBA. Uh, is about to be in a, a baby All-Star weekend soon. It's uh, this weekend, bitch. Ain't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. This shit, shit um, crazy. Yeah, it is a little crazy. But, however, tonight we got a, a slew of games. And that three-point uh, contest games. about to be a doozy, though. Yeah, that three-point contest is about to be hella fire. Um, before I get into the All-Star proceedings this evening. Proceedings? Shout out to Spell that real quick. P-R-E-C-E-D-I-N-G? Proceedings? Shit, I don't know. You probably got that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, who's checking? <laughs> Shit, right. I don't know. Proceedings? Yeah. P-R-E-C-E-D-I-N-G. Proceedings. Yeah, bro. I'll take you to teach you, bro. I'll take your word for it. Please do, because I could be wronger than a fuck. <laughs> no we done been wrong. We done been wrong on live before. Bro, listen. <laughs> I don't know for y'all, but if there has y'all ever listened to the episode and catch like either yourself in a big ass loud and wrong yourself, moment, hell when you yo, wrong as hell, bro. Loud like is, a bit. bro. That <laughs> moment, that moment is like that's when you hit one of these. 
<laughs> Bitch, yeah, my whole my whole tirade where I was defending Carson Wentz and then he started <laughs> hard, bitch. Bro, and I was like, it. God. And then that was you had one too, because then you defended Carson Wentz like a week Hell yeah. Y'all boys are both sitting up. I defended my- Carson Wentz. Listen, you said your piece about Carson Wentz, and I said You agreed hundred percent. You was co-signing no, 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 like a motherfucker, no, boy. Y'all was in there looking like D-Generation X the way y'all was. No, not at first. No, at first he disagreed. He went back and watched film, must have. Exactly. Or he started paying attention. When he said he was talking about Carson, I was like, "Uh uh-uh. I I ain't really seeing it. So then I was like, all right, bet. So I went back and started watching some Eagle games. And then that next week was the week where he won the game, like, pretty much by himself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. And then 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 when you came in, I was like, you know what, Moody, you right. I don't want to hear nobody say anything about Carson Wentz. He's not (laughs) trash. And you want to know what it is, too, which made... And you know what I said in even. response? You know what I said? Mm, all what right, said? whatever, y'all, boy, whatever. <laughs> listen, <clears throat> listen, when, when it got brought up, when it got brought up, what makes it even worse and made it cringe for me was I took my time. I dramatic paused, I dramatic paused the hell out of that bitch. I was like, you know... <clears throat> Carson Wentz is not trash, and I was like, "Oh God!" I was ready to, I was ready to go. It was terrible. It was terrible. It yeah. was terrible. We've all had one. I think my favorite one for the Carson Wentz was good for for both of us. I liked um, Dylan. Bip, I just had one, bitch. I was like, "Bitch, Serena about to smack old girl." Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With Dale, yeah, Osaka, yeah, he was like. Dylan didn't even want to hear the reasoning. The other, I didn't want to hear nothing. But he's like, no, nah, I didn't want to hear none. Nah, I don't want to hear none of that. Pass him, nah, nah, nah. That shit done. I remember you know that. I had toasted. No, my favorite one for you was the was the Nuggets. I don't know. It, it wasn't this playoff. It was two playoffs ago. The playoffs that, that the Raptors won. You had the Nuggets going to the finals. Hard. Man, that, was, that was all straight. Fan bias alone. I wasn't serious about that. Nah, you said you said some really compelling points, bro. You had me thinking. Nah, bro. Stop it. I ain't <laughs> even. Stop it. Real Stop talk. It. Don't even do that. Nope. No cappy. No cappy. Yeah, bro, don't even do that, bro. Don't even do it. Speaking of don't even do it, let's get into the conference standings <laughs> for the NBA. Um, <laughs> so, your last four teams, because we ain't going to talk about the scrubs. New Orleans Pelicans is falling out of the top ten. Um, they're about three and a half games now. Um, Memphis has been picking it up. John Morant has been playing really, really well. Um, the sad thing about it is, as y'all know, Memphis is a small market, so they're not really getting as many looks. But John Morant deserves a second look. Um, you've got Memphis at ten, the Warriors at nine, Dallas at eight, and Denver at seven. Um. Denver fell a little bit, but they're getting back into the flow of things. The West is still as competitive as ever. Um, San Antonio has gone 7-3 and three in their last 10 games to get them to number 6. Portland's at number 5. The Lakers is at number 4. Clippers at number 3. Phoenix holding tight at number 2. And Utah's at number 1. Um, the game difference between 1 and 4 is 3.5 and games. And the difference between 7 and 10 is 2 games. And that's the West. In the East, you got Chicago. This is Zach Levine doing his thing at number 10. Indiana at number 9. Toronto at number 8. Miami at number 7. Um, and then 6 is the Charlotte Hornets. 
And shout out to LaMelo Ball. Michael Jordan said today and gave him a nice shout out and said that he's uh, adjusting to the league better than anybody in the, in the Charlotte organization. Oh, LaMelo Ball is rookie of the year. I didn't even think it was going to happen like that. And hey. on top of that, too, shout out to shout out to their dad, LeVar. LeVar oh, yeah, this, said that's this. the GOAT. LeVar said that. He said three years ago when LaMelo went to, when LaMelo was on his way to Australia, he said LaMelo was going to be the best out of the three of them. And they I'm, vehemently disagreed with him. That boy, they that said boy LaMelo wasn't going to make it. That boy he said LaMelo was going to be... The only thing he was wrong in, but he wasn't necessarily wrong per se, he said LaMelo was going to be a number one pick. Which he, he could have been a number one pick. He was very close. He was like two or three, right? Yeah, I think three. Okay. Uh, so Charlotte number six right now. New York Knicks are 18 Bro. and 18 at number five. Let's Julius go! Julius Randle... Julius Randle was playing lights out basketball. Only six and games said, back, man. Nuts. And they said that they said that they could be picking up Andre Drummond and another free agent. And the Derrick Rose is coming back too. Derrick Rose coming back too. Derrick Rose is coming back. The Knicks gonna take it this year. The Knickerbockers gonna take it this year. Ha! <laughs> Them niggas in New York going crazy right now. Watch them go on a ten game losing streak. Anyway, uh, watch them not make the playoffs <laughs> <laughs> at, at all. At all. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we tried them. Why does um, all be for not? Number four is uh, the Boston Celtics. They've kind of turned it around a little bit. They've won three in a row to make their last 10, five and five. Trash as fuck. Number three is the <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks. Number two is the Brooklyn Nets, who are now they're humming on all cylinders. And number one is the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, the gap between one and four is five games. However, between one and three, it's two and a half games. And the gap between seven and ten is literally half a game. So it's going to be very, very interesting. Um, we could talk about the NBA All Star Weekend. Talk about the uh, people that's going to be in it. Um, yo, I'm looking forward to the three point contest. I'm just sad that Dame's not in it. Yeah, Dame Dollar. Yeah. He's the one. He's the one I I would have wanted in there. That boy, that boy been deadly. That boy been deadly recently. I mean, you know, he been putting niggas to you, bed recently. I ain't gonna lie to you. That, he really has. But the field is stacked, though. I can't lie. But it still would be would have been better with Dane. I don't sure. give a fuck about who. I don't even care about Dane coming there. Chef Curry is in there, all right? Yeah, no, for so, sure. That's better. why I wanted it to be him and Dame. Dane don't, Dame so, don't want that pressure. So here's how the events is gonna go. So on the seventh of March, Dane don't want that pressure, man. At 5 p.m., the TNT coverage begins. 6.30, the skills events begin, which is the Taco Bell Skills Challenge, Mountain Dew three-point contest. And then at 8 o'clock, you have the All-Star Game, and at halftime, is going to be the Slam Dunk Contest. So in the skills challenge, you have Robert Covington from the Portland Trailblazers, Luka Doncic from Dallas Mavericks, Chris Paul from the Phoenix Suns, Julius Randle from the New York Knicks, DeMontis Sabonis from the Indiana Pacers, and Nikola Vucevic um, for the Orlando Magic. Vucevic, by the way... They're saying that he could potentially go to the Boston Celtics. I'm all for it. Um, in the three-point shootout, um, you have, um, and interestingly enough, in the skills challenge, all of the participants are all-stars except for Covington. In a three-point shootout, you have Devin Booker with the Phoenix Suns, Jalen Brown, the Boston Celtics, Steph Curry with the Golden State Warriors, Zach Levine, Golden, I mean Chicago Bulls, Donovan Mitchell, Utah Jazz, and Jason Tatum with the Boston Celtics. Every participant is an all-star. 
In a dog contest, you have Anthony Simmons from the Portland Trailblazers, Cassius Stanley from the Indiana Pacers, and Obi Toppin from the New York Knicks. None of those, none of them boys is all stars. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, let's see. I think that is it. Um, I will tell you the Eastern and Western Conference uh, teams, and I just want to know which guy you think is going to be the number one pick for each team, and then we'll leave it at that. In the Western Conference, you have the uh, you have Devin Booker, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, Kawhi Leonard, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Zion Williamson. Your starters being Jokic, Doncic, Curry, Booker, and LeBron. In the Eastern Conference, you have Giannis, Tentacumpo, Bradley Beal, Jalen Brown, Joel Embiid, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, DeMontis Sabonis, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, and Nikola Vucevic. Your starters are Jason Tatum, Kyrie Irving, Joel Embiid, Bradley Beal, and Tentacumpo. Who do you think LeBron James is going to take for his first pick? Booker. You think you want to take Devin Booker first? No, I probably. Mm, yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna go Booker. I don't give a fuck. I say he takes. Luka. <laughs> I think he. I say he takes Luca first. I think he's gonna take. Um, he's gonna take Kawhi Leonard. He might even go Zion, but oh no, Zion's not an All Star game. I'm tripping. My bad. Um, Zion didn't make the All Star. Oh my team. bad, Zion is Zion is on there. My bad, my bad. Boy, I was about he to might go even, crazy. He might he might go Zion, but I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Kawhi. I was Who about do you to think, go bananas just now? You don't understand. Who do you think uh, Durant gonna take? Even though he's not playing, so I don't know who they gonna have a captain, but they might keep him as captain. Kyrie. Kyrie, you gotta go Kyrie. Either Kyrie or James. Facts. It's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Kyrie or James. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say James. So yeah, that's that's it. You know, I, you I, I stick with the team off rip. Of course, I appreciate y'all boys for sharing that. Speaking of Brooklyn, um, Bleacher Report released a, 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 an article about um, Harden's two month um, saga with the uh, with the Rockets. Houston Rockets. Um. I've never heard of this reporter, but his name is Farbad Ensashari. Ensashari. Um, and yeah, I will paraphrase this article to the best of my abilities. Just bear with me. There is no simple, easy playbook for forcing a trade in the NBA. There is no way to demand a trade where every stakeholder's interest is indulged, but everyone is a happy winner. James Harden might have known that before he agitated his way to Brooklyn over the course of several bitter months. He definitely knows that now. As Harden returns to Houston for the first time since the Rockets traded their franchise cornerstone, which was the other day, we're reminded that for NBA superstars, there's always a way out of any situation or contract. With Harden and Toad, the Nets are now the latest supernova franchise, fast-tracked by superstar interest, a clear title contender with elite playmakers. The Rockets are now on a course to bottom out in the midst of a 12-game losing streak left to tell financial flexibility and hypothetical future players. On September 12th, Harden exited the playoffs feeling frustrated, defeated, and confused after losing to the Lakers in the Western Conference semis, according to sources close to him. His Rockets were a contender every year, but they never managed to make the finals. After eight years with the franchise, Harden was starting to feel legitimate doubt about staying in Houston, according to a source familiar with his thinking. 
That doubt only magnified in October 15th when the Rockets' um, general manager, Daryl Morey, stepped down because of personal reasons. Morey spent nearly a decade getting hard in anything he wanted. He got in Mike D'Antoni, Dwight Howard, Chris Paul, and Russell Westbrook, the players and the coach that he wanted. He gave Harden a max contract extension that would theoretically keep him in Houston through 2023. In the wake of Morey's departure, Harden began telling his inner circle that he was suddenly feeling a culture shift. In his eyes, the Rockets were no longer a contender. Throughout the month of October, Harden considered leaving Houston. He had quietly spoken to some of his inner circle about his interest in the Brooklyn Nets, Miami Heat, and Philadelphia 76ers. In November, the thought of joining Brooklyn grew more intriguing for Harden because he started training with Kevin Durant at the Mamba Academy, developing a relationship with the team. By November 11th, Harden indicated to Russell Westbrook he wanted to be traded to Brooklyn. As a result, Westbrook axed out. Not because of Harden's partying tendencies or the Rockets' culture issues, as we heard from the media, but simply because he knew Harden wanted out. And this is according to multiple sources close to the Rockets. Harden spent significant time in L.A. with Durant in mid-November became fully committed to the idea of playing with the Nets. The two met to reaffirm their desire to play with one another and started laying the foundation for a trade, sources say. November 11th, two months before the trade was officially announced, early talks between Houston and Brooklyn included Harden for Dimwitty, Levert, Torian Prince, and Jared Allen, which honestly, that's not a bad package. The picks weren't finalized at that point, but a verbal agreement was made according to sources close to Harden and Durant. Now, a Nets spokesperson has denied it, but a lot of other people said that it happened. Harden and Durant believed the deal was done and celebrated the occasion together. By November 17th, the news of the potential deal has spread throughout the league. Harden and Durant thought it would be finalized by the 22nd of November when trades could officially be announced but the Rockets' management changed their tune. Harden, Durant, and the Nets had underestimated the Rockets' capacity to posture for a better deal. Houston was being difficult, a front-off executive familiar with the Rockets' negotiating tactics at the time told Bleacher Report. In the following days, Harden began making his partying increasingly public. He showed up to training camp late and appeared visibly out of shape. He believed that he could force a trade if he could anger team governor Tillman Fertitta enough, according to sources close to Harden. He had to outdo what Jimmy Butler did in Minnesota, a rival Eastern Conference executive said. Harden had to figure it out on the fly. He was trying to execute a force trade like Anthony Davis from New Orleans, but he did not have a super agent like Rich Paul. Since 2018, he parted ways with Rob Palenka and has turned to his mom, Manja Willis, to represent him. Harden eventually realized that he would need some assistance and hired Jason Rand and Chafee Fields from Wasserman to get him a deal. As Harden delayed his arrival to training camp in December, the Heat became the frontrunners. And his main preference was still the Nets, but he had no problem with going to Miami. Even Jimmy Butler okayed the trade. But Barry Jackson of the Miami Herald reported that the Heat were offering two of their younger players a 2025 first-round pick, if the Oklahoma City Thunder would have gave it, and Andre Iguodala and Kelly Olenek. While Harden participated in training camp, he believed he was going to the Nets or the Heat by the start of the season on the 22nd of December but the Rockets wanted more than he could offer. The Rockets wanted Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, Precious Achua, Kendrick Nunn, a salary filler, two first-round picks, and four pick swaps. Yeah, no, that's not happening. Yeah, no, that's not happening. That's ridiculous. The Heat refused and told the Rockets their final offer, and on December 21st, the Heat pulled out, according to ESPN's Brian Windhorst. Oh, so the Heat told Harden began... Yeah, Harden began taking matters into his own hands. On the same day the Heat pulled out, Harden got into a confrontation with teammate Jay Sean Tate during practice and threw a ball at him, 
according to Shams Cardi, <laughs> of the Athletic. Oh hey, fuck listen. with it, bro. Oh fuck with it. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. I know at the end he was so he probably called you and it was like, "My bad, dog. You was just on the bad no, side." I, I, I got to do what I got to do. You know I'm trying to get no folk to get easy. me out of here, dog. Then on got, January 12th, got punching your shit real quick, you know. And it. And then on January 12th, Harden drew a clear line in the sand telling reporters that the Rockets were just not good enough. There was no coming back to the locker room after those remarks. At that point, the Rockets stopped posturing. The next day, Harden was confident he would join the Nets by the end of the week. There were even legit conversations that Kyrie Irving was potentially on the table as some of the Nets organization had grown increasingly frustrated with Irving's absences at the time, according to sources. But two Nets sources denied that he was ever included in any serious conversations, and that idea came from the Rockets not the Nets. During this time, the Rockets were reportedly using the 76ers as leverage to increase the Nets' offer. The Sixers offered a package center around Ben Simmons and Matisse Thybul, but the Houston didn't even call to counter-offer, according to Keith Pompey of the Philadelphia Inquirer. The Nets still happened Because I don't even thereafter. know who the fuck they just... Who? Istanbul? No, Matisse Thybul, he, he's a shooter. Hey, he's a shooter. I, that's why they didn't call y'all boys back. Right. What kind, what kind of net- offer y'all just sent to them boys' table just now? Y'all, y'all sent them a creative character on 2K. <laughs> and, and y'all sent them boys. Y'all sent them boys a whole created player. <laughs> the on, next bro. deal happened shortly thereafter, two months in the making. Harden finally engineered his escape, and the Rockets could finally move on. I would say what's super exciting about this deal is it gives us flexibility. Houston general manager Raphael Stone told reporters afterwards, and the NBA picks picks especially high picks are the best currency. That's a good spin, but recent history would suggest that multiple superstars are the best currency in the NBA. This has the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors. The Nets have a near-certain future of relevance and deep playoff runs, and the Rockets have a wholly uncertain outlook. The Harden saga pushed the boundaries of player empowerment, where health and safety rules were cast aside, teammates were disrespected, and fans were enraged. It's a dangerous thought for Milwaukee Bucks fans and Atlanta Hawks fans, or any team centered around a single star. What happens if Giannis Antetokounmpo or Trey Young suddenly wants out despite having years on their contract? What happens if Devin Booker can't stand the downsides of playing in a small market? As Harden proved, there's always a way out. Nice. Nice. That article was lit. That article was so immersive and literally gave you like a front row seat, bro. It all makes sense. Just watch. It all makes bro, sense. I, I was, I'm like, bro, this man will purposely be at these shoot arounds looking extra big, bro. Like, this man really put on a bunch of weight. That shows you how athletes really, like... They can lose that shit and gain that shit. They so, can gain and lose weird, weight bro. as much as quickly as they want to, bro. This man is like, I'm I, gonna be a fat ass around here purposely so y'all can look at me like, yo, what am I doing? And I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm, I'm gonna gain it all back. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's the, it's the COVID partying for me. <laughs> it's the COVID partying for me because that boy definitely was out here putting that thing on social media, cooling it. And you know, he's Ooh, probably like, yeah, next day, he's like, My bad, my bad, my bad, just, nah, I, boy. Hey, if I was y'all, I'd just get rid of me, but I'm just not worth the stress. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't bro. be mad at you, bro. If y'all just got rid of me, bro, <laughs> got rid of me, bro. I don't even feel me. I'm tripping. But listen, I'm a, I'm a blow, I'm a blow y'all minds. Remember when he went to the strip club and said he was there to support his homegirl? Hey, who started a business and woo woo woo? Remember that? Mm-hmm. That's a lie. That boy lit. <laughs> that boy lit, dog. Yeah, man. Shout out to Harden for finding his way out. Yeah, Shout out to NBA players for having that leverage. 
I know what he's I know what the fuck going on. This shit about to go downhill. He knows it's it's going to make it down. He learned his lesson, bro. He's like, I done seen, I done been on this train before. As soon as you can't make it that year, he's like, uh uh-uh, bro. Russ, you still on that dumb shit? You ain't changed one bit, Russ. I'm about to be out of here. (laughs) At least he told him. About to be out of here. Right, that would have been real creep. Well, At least he told him. Russell was like, Russell was like, all right, bro, trade me, dog. I don't care where you send me. Just send me somewhere, dog. I don't want to be up. You shit. Fuck that. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, man. Uh, do we have any brackets this week? Nah, we we's going to save that bit. We already had an hour eight, you feel me? So, we's gonna, we going to save that for next we gonna week. Say, we going to save that who? Yeah. All right, better up. We can save that who for next week. I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? So, listen, um, we're going to do underrated bars, man. Um, shit, me. Uh, I wanted, (laughs) I wanted to, um, for some awkward reason, I wanted to do a Jay Z song. Um, I listened to it, um, actually two days ago and was like, damn, I forgot about how he was really spitting on this song. Um, the song is called Streets is Watching. Um, it is a song from his second album, In My Lifetime, Volume One. And it is the title track for um, the soundtrack to the 1998 movie Streets is Watching. Um, so I'm going to read this for you guys. Um, underrated Bars of Fame Street is watching. Jay-Z. Um, look, if I shoot you, I'm brainless. But if you shoot me, then you're famous. What's it good to do? When the streets is watching, blocks keep clocking, waiting for you to break, make your first mistake. Can't ignore it. That's the fastest way to get extorted. But my time is money and 25, I can't afford it. Beef assorted like go diving chocolates. Because you bought it, I pulled a slide back and cock it. Plan aboard it, you and your mans get a pass. This rhyme, you're operating on bitch time. Y'all ain't worth my shells. All y'all is trying to do is hurt my sales and stop trips to John Manili. The type of, to type to start a beef than run to the cops. When I see you in the street, got one in the drop. When I'd rather be on tour getting a hundred a pop. Taking pictures with some, she's in front of the drop. The streets is watching. When the streets is watching, blocks keep clocking, waiting for you to break, make your first mistake, can't ignore it. Now it's hard not to kill this. It's like a full-time job not to kill this. Can't chill. The streets is watching you when you froze your arms. Just want to test you when your gun goes warm. Can't get caught with your feet up. Got to keep your heat up. Sweet is running around swearing shit is sweeter. Once you tag lame, the game is follow the leader. Everyone wants a piece of your Skrilla, so you got to keep it realer. Kidnappers want to steal you. Brokers want no cash. They just want to kill you for the name. Niggas don't know no rules. Disrespecting the games, they want you to blow your cool. Force your hand. Of course, that man's plotting. Smarten up. The streets is watching. When the streets is watching, blocks keep clocking, waiting for you to break, make your first mistake. Can't ignore it. My street mentality flip bricks forever. No me and money. We like armed co-defendants. We stick together. Whatever for this cheddar random. My game into the ground. Hustle harder till secret indictment time came around. Now you can look up and and down the streets and I can't be found. Put in 24-hour shifts, but that ain't me now. Got a face too easy to trace. His mouth got slow leaks. Had to hire a team of workers. Couldn't pay those streets. Couldn't place those streets, my bad. See out of space like Mercury, you jerking me? Hectic. Had to call upon my wolves to send this the message. It said this, let's play fair and we can stay here. 
are trying to transform you boys to men like daycare. Hey, there's money to be made, and it's got the picture. Stop playing with my paper, and we got richer. Their hard times fell upon us. Half of my staff had warrants. The other half in a casket, laying dormant. I felt like life was cheating me. For the first time in my life, I was getting money, but it was like my conscience was eating me. Was this a lesson God teaching me? Was he saying that? I was playing a game straight from hell, from which I came, from which few came back. Like bad coke, pimp or die, was my mind frame bad? Was just thinking simplify was turning cocaine crack? Ain't a lot, ain't a whole lot to brain it at. Just trying to maintain a stack and not collide like two trains that's on the same track. But get my life together like the oils I bring back in the bottom of the pot where no water gets hot. Got my transporter to take it across the border and stop. To set up shop with a quarter of rock, here's the plan. For three weeks straight, I just slaughtered the block. But you know the game is food. It fucked me up and my dudes. One drought can wipe it out faster than the cops. And this unstable way of living just had to stop. Half my niggas got time. We done real things. By 94, became the subject of half of y'all niggas rhymes. Public apologies to the families to the, of those caught up in my shit. But that's the life for us lost souls brought up in this shit. The life in the times of a demonic mind excited with crime. And the lavish luxuries that just excited my mind. I figured shit. Why risk myself if I just write it in rhymes? And let you feel me, and if you don't like it, then fine. The mindset of a nigga who boosted the crime rate so high in one city, they sent National Guards to get me. Shit, bitch. Who the fuck with, who's fucking with that? The streets. Streets is watching. James G. Underrated Bars of Fame. Nice. I thought that was a good-ass story. Nice. I ain't gonna Hold lie to you, the sec- I ain't gonna Hold lie to you, second back. verse. Second verse reminded me of Nipsey. I ain't gonna lie to you. I read that second verse and was like, damn, that's exactly what happened to Nipsey. Hmm. So, real talk, bro. Streets is watching. And they definitely clocking your shit. <laughs> real talk. Rest in peace. Um, but yeah, man. I think we pretty much we pretty much done here, bro. We just got to let them know where they can reach us on email. Uh, Ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on Instagram? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. What about on Twitter? Balls underscore podcast. What about Facebook? Ball Sports Podcast. Dylan, it's time it's to get time? off the mother air, silly niggas. Yes, sir. Well, he said it, so that means we're done for the 180th time. Finally, yeah. it took forever. Whew. Man, we appreciate y'all giving us another listen. All right. For real, for real, y'all could be listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but y'all listening to us, and we really appreciate that. Just keep giving us these clicks, these likes, these listens, and we gonna keep giving you this bomb ass content to ride to and vibe to. Like Weezy, we out of here. Get high too, yeah. the horse. Who to tell him bye? The song I was waiting for Dylan to finish. Yeah, bye, horse. <laughs> Dylan, finish. Silly niggas already sat my shit. Stupid ass niggas, y'all ain't hear me. <laughs> God, no, you gotta God, save it for no, the end. God, no. Talk about some Dylan. I already said it. God, dog, rewind the shit. You hear me? Say it again. God, dog, got me saying bye twice. God, dog, hey, challenge you to hit my shit again, bro. These niggas tripping again for another week. God, dog, bye, nigga. Little scallywax. He always 